Ahoy, me hearty. I want the extenders put in, okay? Chat GPT has entered the room. Yeah, yeah, right. All right, we're we're gonna end the show with Kyle's pirate love letter. Is that the is that the sexier brother you always talk about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. The taller, more handsome, more successful brother. That's the one. Oh, uh, okay. Just older. Yeah. older. What's going on, Wes? I've heard What's a lot up? about you, man. It's it's probably not true. <laughs> a lot of negative stuff. Yeah, well then it is true. Welcome to Deaf Dialogue. My name is David, joined as always by adult orca whale trainer Wes VA and the man who uses way too many napkins, Quiet K. This week we are joined by world famous ass kicker, the man who makes manly men look less manly, the dude who can grow a full beard in a day, Mr. Zach Sapp. Welcome to the show, man. Appreciate the intro. All of that is true, 100%. <laughs> he shaved five minutes ago. Look at that thing go, dude. Man, you can I watch it grow. It. It's insane. I just hit it, hit it with the weed whacker, and it's already back. So Kristen was one of our guests a couple Halloweens ago. She told some crazy-ass ghost stories. Couldn't uh, sleep, uh, sleep after that. So that was a lot of fun. Thanks, Tristan. Uh, this is Tristan's husband and a uh, lovely couple. Our fucking great friends from Charleston. They were like our closest friends. They lived right by the house. Super dope people. Uh, this is honestly something I didn't think you would do. So, man, thanks a bunch. I, I didn't know if we were like stepping there's outside not much your comfort I would, zone. There's not, much, there's not much I wouldn't do <laughs> or haven't done. That's good. That's good. <clears throat> but thanks again, man. Um what can you tell us about yourself? What are you comfortable saying to two complete strangers? Oh, man. Is the podcast over already? Can I go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we uh, can no. blur stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what, what do you want? Uh, Noah grew up, raised in uh, Los Angeles, um, moved a lot as a kid, joined the Air Force at 26, had no idea what I was doing. Got out, went back to college at 30 or 34, something like that, and got married and had kids. And now I'm a father to a two-year-old, which never thought that was ever going to happen. But here we are. <clears throat> what was what was the cause for moving around a lot as a kid? Uh, my old man's in the federal government, so we, uh, we did the every three to four years moved went from the west coast to the east coast and back to the west coast and finally settled on los angeles i think seventh grade okay so st- stuck around out there till i left for the air force in 2008 so a lot of wild times as a teenager in los angeles in the date myself here but the late 90s early 2000s what? So like the swingers era. No oh, man, the, the best way I could put it would be that movie where those kids have that wild party and there's like dudes jumping off the roof and the the helicopters come down and I don't know the name of the movie, but like that kind of stuff. Pretty much almost every other weekend. Is L.A. like as big and crazy as people really make it out to be, or is it like just different people's perspective like why do people live in that area well it is vast i mean it's probably what 10 million people in the in the area all the way around when people say la like no one talks about like downtown la it's usually you know within a 45 minute drive of downtown so like we live what 30 minutes outside of la it is as wild as people say i mean there's pockets of it and you got to think when you're growing up as a teenager and you got your group of wild friends in your little small town, you go into 20 minutes into the LA to their, you know, group of partiers. And it's, there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot of that action going on everywhere. Just a lot of people. So there's just a lot. When you think of your small towns, Dave, I know you grew up in, you know, you probably knew, everybody's neighbors and 
relatives and stuff like that. Just imagine that. And then you have 10,000 little towns like your town. And then you're just meeting every person like you from every small group around LA. So yeah, it was, it was wild, man. It was, I don't remember a lot of uh, the end of high school, early twenties, but I know there were some good times had. Sounds like a giant college campus. That's a good way of putting it. That is a very good way of putting it. That's what that's what my brain goes to when you were explaining it. Just total chaos at times. You ever go back? Play- no, no, not at all. I wouldn't. I wouldn't raise a family in LA if you paid me. <laughs> I, you know, the way things, the way the state of the world is right now, I, I probably wouldn't advise anybody going to California right now just the way it's kind of all unfolding but it's a shame because it's one of the most beautiful states in the nation it's got the mountains the basically rainforest the deserts you could snow I mean there's days where we snowboarded and then you know head down to the beach for bonfires in the evening time so it's it's a shame that that it's getting such a bad rap because probably 80% of the people that live there aren't bad people it's just it would be a place to go visit for sure if you uh if you wanted to go out there and we're probably all a little old now but i'm you know, early 20s that would have been the place to go for sure you've always Before told Mexi- me about uh like the uh dirt biking and crazy oh, yeah. toys that y'all had out there who like what can you explain some of that like, do you have any stories with like the, like the ramps that you've seen and the bikes that you've seen? Yeah. So when we were growing up, it was right before the whole freestyle motocross era and was just, just tipping off, just getting big. And one of my better friends from high school was uh, him and his, he has a twin brother, identical twins. They started riding and uh, he got sponsored by Metal Militia. And so, like, he he had one of the first freestyle ramps in the area. So, like, a lot of those guys would come out there. And I, I don't man, I, I don't know the name of the video, but, like, they filmed a video at our little, our little area back in the day where Pastrana and all those guys came out. And they were jumping the monster trucks and then, like, the dirt trucks. And they were all jumping over each other at one point. And then the dirt bikes were going over the top of them. I don't want to say it was Krusty's Demons or was it Cast Egg Mayhem, but yeah, so we I got to see a lot of that stuff behind the scenes. A lot of the guys, you know, hitting the ramps for the first time, and now we're watching them where they're doing double backflips, and like I just can't imagine that because I, I mean, to see those up close and personal is is just insane. To see those guys, what they're doing nowadays is is beyond rec- like recollection. I just can't even comprehend how it's progressed so fast but those kids are nuts man those guys are just they're cut from a different cloth man they just you know they'll go out there and eat shit and break half their bones in their body and then turn around in six months where they're like yeah you're not gonna walk ever again and they're out there you know six months later hit doing backflips off of a you know 60 foot gap and it's just like it's insane but yeah, we had a lot of that, a lot of the big desert parties where you do go out there and 200 freaking high school kids out in the middle of the desert, you know, bonfires, a lot of people catching on fire, crashing cars, renting cars and taking them through the desert at 80, 90 miles an hour, like, and then returning them just trashed. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't imagine. I, I'm, I'm sitting here now. I'm like thinking I'm saying this stuff out loud. And I'm thinking like, Jesus Christ, how are we alive? But somehow we're here. I'd like to go out California desert and like a side by side, like a, a fast side by side and just haul ass. That would be, that those sounds new, like a lot of fun. Those like new a new ones? Can-Am or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Dave's family and friends are my family and friends. There's a lot but of yeah, man bring it on well, i've met <laughs> i've met a few of you i met the i met your dad haven't met your mom yet but what up mom what up Shout yeah, out what's to up mom hey rad <laughs> we call her brad yeah was so there a you... story behind that no we just call her that 
<laughs> what uh, what'd you do in the Air Force? Oh man, I was a <laughs> I was a MP security forces in the Air Force. Woohoo. Let's go. Yeah, no, it's not what it's cracked up to be. Yeah, my son's leaving in a couple months to do just that. I advise him to think twice. <laughs> He's go thinking take army act. now. Yeah, go to army would be better than the Air Force military police, I believe. I don't know. That's a rough one. I wish I had more better positivity. I usually tell kids I want to go in like that. Take your abs ab again and score above a ninety and pick a better job. What would you, what would you have done if you could have picked a different job in the Air Force? Yeah. Oh, probably an Intel, something that you could use on the outside, something with computer. I'd have probably done the Space Force if they had that. That sounds like a cake job. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to aliens and shoot off. Uh, all the bases uh, are ne- all the bases for Space Force are like in good areas. <laughs> like yeah. you're not gonna get you're not gonna end up in why not my not. Yeah. Or out in a <laughs> missile field somewhere. Space you know. Force, were you in, were you at Minot? No, I was oh, just okay. in Charleston. Charleston okay. is my one and only. I didn't get too too bad. Yeah, I don't know. I would I probably I hope wouldn't they recruit do. for Space Force, bro. I'm signing that shit. Uh I'm, I'm trying to go to space. You, if I get that letter like, hey old man, you can come back if you could do forty push ups and then I'd go back. I'd do Space Force. Cape Canaveral, Florida, right there near you, Dave. Yeah, dude, I'm trying to blast off. I'm trying to get high and go to space. My dream. Talk to the talk to the aliens. Yeah, aliens are here, man. That's what That's, this Chat GPT is. That's an alien. Did you watch that video, Dave? Fuck yeah! God dang, uh, I, I I hesitated sending it to people. I'm like, hey, I hope you don't want to sleep tonight. It's <laughs> gonna fuck your brain up. I didn't send it to this? Zach. I did not send it to you. I was afraid uh, yeah, that y'all I'll, would. <laughs> I'll go down the black hole. I'll, I'll put my tinfoil hat on and be up till two to three o'clock in the morning. That's a good one. I've watched it a couple of times. I like catch something different every time. Because it, it changes it. It changes. Is that the one you sent to us? I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's yeah, good. I man. wouldn't do it tonight. The one about making money off chat G- GTP or yeah, no? One? It's not even. It's not even really about that. But yes, That's, it is that one. Yeah. That's yeah, where it's not, titled, but it's not yeah. about that. Okay. Oh, watch it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it talking about all the fears I brought up? A oh couple weeks ago? man! But makes it he makes I don't know, like he <laughs> he put that video out like four days after OpenAI launched ChatGPT, and he had an immediate understanding of how to use it and what it, what it could do, and just the way he like he describes it, he makes it real. On like things that are already happening and like things that will happen. It's it's good. There's like five oh. categories that he breaks it down. Like he tries to make it look like it's productive and whatnot, but he's also like realistic. He's like, this is like the side effects if you know this were to happen or if this were to grow. And it's a really good video, but man, it is a trip. In in the short term, though, I mean, I like the message of you know. AI is not going to take our jobs. People who know how to use AI will take the jobs. So that was kind of positive. So I was like, all right, I better learn this shit. Until your phone wakes up in the middle of the night and starts programming itself. You know, when it's your time, it's your time. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines? Mm -mm. It's uh, an animated movie made by the same people that made... uh, there's the same artist, at least, that made uh, Into the Spider Verse, that like kind of comic looking Spider Man. Yeah. But it, it is the base, it's that the phones woke up and then they start, they basically build a spaceship and they're trying to take all the people just off Earth. They're just trying to shoot them off into the space. Yeah. Oh, man. He describes yeah. it as like, if, <laughs> if, like, for example, like if we build a robot, right? And then it just like we continue to advance the realistic features of it. Eventually, we're going to get to the point where we think it's a real person because it looks real. And the computer brain chip that we put into it with using the 
AI technology, it's going to wow. know how to respond to every single thing that you say, but it's going to know how to respond to you specifically to make sure that you're pleased and happy. So like oh, it would never like, upset you or anything. It's going to give you the exact response to everything that you say to it. Just dopamine overload. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. Say, that sounds terrible. Yeah, but so, so much is going to separate us even more. Oh, Fuck. man. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to have neighbors you've never seen before. Like, walk out. <laughs> they, they're going to yeah. walk out and look like your sweater and all white and pale and pasty and be like, what's going on out here? And you'll be like, yo, it's 2024, dudes. Where have you been? Yep. But if you would have described to someone 20 years ago, how much we would be on our phones now they would be oh, saying yeah. the same thing we're saying now like oh that's disgusting i can't but that fucking dopamine hit baby you know what i mean yeah and yeah when this shit comes it's gonna be the same stuff yeah it it uh the other thing was on online like videos that we watch it's gonna be able to pick up all information so not just from like one or two websites but it'll have like everything and it'll be able to do like deep fakes so you might be watching like a content creator for example like a, a health um content creator but that person may not actually exist but the oh. ai created it so you it looks and talks you and have no like idea. a real person but that person is not real an ai influencer yeah yeah oh but that's wild. That could be used for like a negative thing because if it gets, yeah. if like you deep fake in like, let's say like a celebrity, it basically is a video of a celebrity doing something like really horrible and it's a deep fake and you can't tell the difference. What are you gonna what's just, the real, then, what's the real person going to do? Here's we're we're uh, going to be watching sports events that are fake, but we think are real. Fake, yeah. yeah. And the athletes Here's, are at home chilling. Yeah, I haven't read this not, story, but Here's a news release that hit my phone today. It took eleven dollars and eight minutes to create a deep fake with AI. Yeah, yeah. Like it's already happening. <laughs> so, oh, oh yeah. One I heard uh, from another guy, Tom Bilyeu, was saying like how good hackers are going to be now. Like, imagine you're a oh, parent. Yeah. Imagine you're a parent and you get a call from your kid, and it's a deep fake yeah. of your kid, and they know. Yeah pretty much how your kids talk and they're like hey man i need you to send i need you to put more money in my account and like and you can't fucking tell like you wouldn't know old, old people are fucked like, yeah <laughs> yeah it's oh, crazy i'm gonna have to, there was, gonna have to there go was back to school to learn this shit yeah there was an example of google making a an ai from 2018 and i think what it was is like a, a real person wanted to make a hair appointment so they went through Google's AI. Now, this isn't released to the public. So this is like internals for Google. But they were like, hey, I want to make a hair appointment for Saturday, right? The AI bot called the hair salon and spoke to the receptionist at the salon. And it, it was, it was like a couldn't tell it was a real person. So like the AI's response knew what the receptionist was saying. So she was like, hold on, like, let me take a look at the schedule. Oh, okay, I think we have something for Saturday at 10 o'clock. Does that work for you? And the AI was like, yeah, that works perfectly fine. See you then. And like, just human like a health. normal human. It was oh, wild. Lord. That was from wow. 2018. Yeah. Imagine what like version 50 of this is going to be. What Google's doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the stuff that so, we find out is ten years ago. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I used it I used it for two things this week. Okay. Very simple things. Uh the first one was I was selling something and I have a a, a friend a while ago told told me he's written posts for me before that when you sell something on Facebook, you shouldn't just like write a post like, Hey, I'm selling this item. It's five bucks. Like you should make it funny, make it stupid, make everyone interact with it, get all the impressions. So you play the algorithm for Facebook. So that way everyone in that Facebook group or marketplace sees it. So you have way more eyes on it. So I went to chat GPT and said, write a sales listing for this. And then I said, make it funny. 
And then it started making fun of hipsters and doing all this shit. And I was like, sold. I literally copied and pasted it into Facebook, sold the the thing in 12 hours. Yeah. I'm over here fumbling around trying to say like, <coughs> it's 12 inches by 14 inches. It's a photograph, like yeah. in good condition. Yeah. Like, and I still got people calling me like, hey, I'll give you $2 for it. And you're like... I had so many people commenting on the post. Yeah. I had so many people commenting on the post saying it was the best sales post they had ever seen. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't say anything. I never once said that it was AI. I know. I just, I just let it go. You're a genius. You're the genius. Like people are going to see you at like out in the town and be like, Oh dude, that's that guy. I used it for work yesterday because I was giving a presentation on this email shit that i've been doing and i i knew i know the 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 reason why this new way that i've been writing emails is better than the old way but i wanted to see if chat gpt would know and answer and help and it gave me like this detailed bulleted list and i was like well this is all shit i know but now i don't have to write it down it's all right here now i can rattle it off in the meeting so used it for work and Dude. I'm sitting here saying I'm scared of it, but I'm fucking using it weekly. That's what now. I'm saying. There's yeah. uh, there's good practical uses, and like the guy was yeah. saying, um, like if you can get it, if you can get some sort of AI hooked up with your like Outlook at work, right? It knows because there's so many replies from you how you would respond to almost any email, and so all you're doing is just QCing and just like yeah. you no. Know, I like this word better. Boom, 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 boom. You've done all your emails for the day in an hour instead of eight. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, getting yeah. actual real shit done instead of wasting yeah. your time. Yeah. There's there's definitely a lot of benefits of it. For yeah. sure. I just, we've got to be careful. That's all I Somebody, I'll just keep yeah. saying that. Yeah. Who's in charge of this shit? <laughs> yeah. No one right some, now. It's going to have to some, re- some I mean, regs. A, it has a, like a CEO. Like there's a well, that company, yeah, does. but that that company, guy, yeah, open AI regulates themselves. But who's to say someone else isn't already building another one that isn't, you know, yeah. treating you know, it you know, other superpower countries working on this shit too, right? So, oh, yeah, um, but w- one of the one of the things that he brought up that's a very real thing is what happens when we make this unattainable for all. So, like, when we start saying, like, not everyone has access to this or make it so expensive that only rich people can have access to this. Now mm-hmm. the power is the haves right. that can use it. And then the people who have to use the scrub version. And that's such a, that, that, that can be such a delineation and, and wealth. Like what are they going to do when they start doing like stocks and it can, can predict. Oh, they have that shit. Like all the quants yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the stock market's going to have to be almost obsolete or hand paper. Well, and that's, that's the goal of open AI. This, the company that runs this thing, I think, or at least they've mentioned it where, you know, we start looking at universal basic income where everyone just has money, right? Like, and that way we're using our brains for connection with humans instead of trying to create shit because robots are just going to create way better shit than us. God, this is scary stuff. <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah. Should we ask it some questions or yes. do we want to do that later on in the show? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to stay up till four in the morning wondering if <laughs> my phone's going to murder me tonight. That's the new upgrade. That's, yeah. That's wild. I mean, I don't have any questions personally. Like, I would think oh. I would use it more for tasks, like what you were talking about. Otherwise, yeah. I would just use Google to a- ask a question. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, what, I mean, one I mean cool thing. Like, oh, go ahead, Kyle. Uh, I I think I've brought this up before, but like I even did it just to see what it would say. But like I asked it, it couldn't explain. It couldn't explain the Silicon Valley Bank crash because no. that was too recent. Because its database is like 2021 and before, but it explained why banks crash in general to me when I asked it that. So that is one thing, like, instead of going to Google, you could go to to chat and ask it, like, why is, I don't know, Russia doing what they're doing or some 
something stupid like that and it'll true i would have to give you an multiple answer. sources yeah and yeah. it's just pulling it all and writing it to you in a in plain speak essentially and you can even then modify it and tell it to rephrase or you could say can you make it shorter could you make it simpler make it funnier make it liberal make it hipster like you literally can do any of that and it'll do it that's wild that's man wild. yeah so can you, you have these yeah they have can these you guys just like, on those dating go ahead dude can you just like pull it up and or because i i don't have like a specific question to ask you like off the top of my head i was like can can we just like pull questions from it just like open-ended oh how about uh like what question should i ask a guy in his 30s from la or something like that <laughs> yeah just something stupid it's gonna ask him if i'm gay and i've been to hollywood <laughs> Oh, what we got celebrities first... have you seen? I bet you that's on there. Uh-oh. What should I ask a guy ask... in his 30s from LA? Yeah, it's just going to hit simple things about LA until we yeah. modify it and stuff. You know, like that's just super basic, you know? Yeah, that's pretty basic. All right. Bad question. So you're going to have these guys that are like Tinder whores that are going to be chat GPing this up and sounding like Don Juan and. <laughs> Just going through yeah. chats and having like 20 open chats and it's, he's not even going to be saying nothing. It's just going to be macking chicks left and right. And then they're going to meet this guy. He's going to be like a 50 year old fat dude. Yeah. Or if they have a, an actual robot that looks, sounds, responds oh like a God, woman so- who knows exactly what you want to hear. And when they'll overlook, you know, your flaws, your, your face so, or your bad breath and they'll say only things that you like and it's going to be cheaper than you know yeah it's, wow. it's wild dude it's almost like it's all if in, a, in a weird sick twisted way it's almost like reverse darwism like it's gonna like weed out <laughs> all the like super weird fucking people that are like into this and they're just gonna be like stored up in their little shanties and <laughs> yeah. not interacting with the real world they're just going to be all ai'd out and we're just not gonna have to deal with them for sure i don't know that's gonna be weird what a question <clears throat> oh if you wouldn't have enlisted in the air force and been stationed in charleston what do you think you would have ended up doing Oh God, bro. Those were dark days back then. Um, I drank a lot. Oh man. I'd probably be a, I have no idea to be honest, really, to be honest with you, I was not on a good path at 25, 26. I can respect that. Like, yeah, I don't know. Really. I don't know. And the way I got into the air force was really weird because my best friend went down to to the recruiting station to take the ASVAB and I was sitting out in the car waiting for him and hindsight 2020, but the recruiter for the air force was a really, really attractive Hispanic girl. And she seen me out there and was like, Hey, what are you doing? And I was like waiting for my buddies taking the ASVAB for the Marines or the army or something. And she's like, well, he's going to be in there a few hours. You want to come in here and, and take the test with them in the air conditioning. And yeah, man, I scored in the freaking 90th percentile. And they're like, you could have any job you want. And I was like, I'll be an air traffic controller, man. They make good money outside the, outside yeah. the military. And uh, so I actually went into air traffic control school. And like I said, I was a, I partied a little too hard and got kicked out like the final exam. Oh, our whole class got kicked out. There was 12 in a class and uh, I think 11 of us got reclassed into police. And my one buddy who was with me got mechanic, got me- aircraft mechanics or something like that. So we all like the next day was on a bus to back to Lackland to go through security forces training. Good old Medina. After, oh my God. After being like, we were at the, I was, down in Biloxi for what almost nine months almost 10 months before we got all got kicked out so we were already like a year in going back and to tech school all over again it was wild 
it was yeah. it was like a punishment. You're gonna go be a cop. Give us guns and authority for getting kicked out of it's so ass backwards. Yeah. Well, I can see but, why you were jaded then. Yeah, it was it wasn't and then as soon as I got to Charleston, I got to Charleston December of oh eight. And it was within six months we were in training in, in Nevada for three months or something for Afghanistan. So we were like, I was in Afghanistan the first within the first six months of being in Charleston. So it was, yeah, from there, it was just a downhill spiral. <laughs> we were just like counting our days, but did you ever think about wasn't all, being a cop on the outside? So, you know, my dad was law enforcement, federal law enforcement. And coming back out of the military, I got out in 14. It was right at that heightened time where the whole racism, the whole, like, the cops were, sh like, shooting people. You know, we had this, like, and it just wasn't a good feeling. You know, the yeah, cops cop. were yeah. cops were getting, like, hunted in the streets and, like, just and in the South. It was just, no. There's no, and then the starting wages for police officers is like below 40 grand a year and you're working yeah. in the worst neighborhood. It just, the, the pros and cons were not, no. And I had something to prove with going back to college. I tried it when I was like 19 and failed miserably. And then I was like, I have to do this. Would you myself. go back and what was your degree in? Uh, business, okay. um, business management. And I uh, ended up graduating from the uh, Citadel down here. So pretty prestigious military college. There's only two of them in the nation, I guess. And um, yeah, it was it was a good experience. I was on campus with all the cadets, which was kind of funny because they're all like 19, 20 year olds going through officer training and yeah, you know, a lot of rich people. Like it was, it was real strange because it was a lot of like old money. Like these guys, like they're they're some of these kids. Like their grandparents were like in the Civil War down here in Charleston. Like their family names are like you can look them up in history books. And they're like, I don't want to be here. My it's just my dad was here. My dad's dad. My grandfather was in the Revolutionary War. And like I was just like, oh my god, bro. Like that's pretty. You want your trust fund? You're gonna to go to the military. Yeah. yeah, and that's half of them. That's what they would say. They're like, "I just gotta graduate, and then I'm set for life." And I was like, "God damn, it must be nice." Like, Worth it. Geez, yeah. Jeez, yeah. Suck it up. One funny story though. I had this one little cadet that was. Uh, he was a little pothead, man. I just loved him to death. He was just he would just come in just blown in his uniform, and I was like, "Yo, dude, like, you need to wake up." And he'd be like, "And I'm like, hey, you need to like." He's talking to you, and he's like, ah, whatever. And then one day, and then one day, he was like, yeah, you know, my dad's like a four-star general, enough, blah blah blah. And I was like, he's like, I'm not getting kicked out. And I was like, oh my god, bro, the balls on these kids. I was like, hmm. geez, man. He's like, you know, he, yeah, it was, it was, it was a good time. It was, it was, it was a uh, definitely interesting to go back at, you know, in my early thirties and deal with 19 20 year olds in a college setting but it's definitely worth it definitely yeah. worth it did you find because we had a pretty much we had a very similar path i was air force and then did uh college afterwards did you like i don't know i felt like i smoked everybody in my in my classes just because i had so much uh life knowledge and i've oh actually worked man and, yeah Man, I graduated with a 3.89. Like, yeah. I was, they're like, how do you do this? And I was like, the 45 minutes of studying, like, I don't know. Like, I did my homework. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the guy's testing you on the exact same stuff that we're like, yeah, you, you know, attention. you know, the, tr you know, the tricks of the trade, you know, like your life, like you said, life experiences, like high management. Whoa, you know, like, what, what is that at 20, you know, 30? five like yeah I, I know how to sit down for two hours and do my homework <laughs> and then 
you yeah. know, go to bed at 10 o'clock and not drink till four in the morning and be at class at 7 a.m. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I feel you. It was definitely, they all, and, you know, the, they all looked up to you to be like, you know, oh, yeah, I want to be in your group when we had projects because they knew I was going to fucking do it all. <laughs> like they knew they could, they knew they could show up, you know, after school for thirty minutes and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get an A." The old man's gonna carry us. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was cool. It was it was definitely cool. Definitely couldn't have done it at 22 for sure. Same. Same. But yeah, yeah, Dave. How's that? How about yeah. that college? It took me until, well, freshman year. I mean, directly after high school. I treated like high school and it went very, at least the first semester went very poorly. And then definitely by junior, senior year, I was like just cruising through it because I had figured it all out. Like, you know, the other thing I figured out is talking to professors and showing them that you care about what you're doing. And all of a sudden they just help you so much. Like not only with like, just like helping you and the way you think, but also just like, bumping your grade when you don't do well because you're you're showing effort facts nice i i did have one guy though that um he was an inch so i i did uh i did a a semester i did a year at the community college before i i transferred and um i got in a professor who he was a he was a professor at the citadel and then and then was a professor over at the jc and so out here it's weird because so they're not military united states military but they are part of like the south carolina militia so it's like they wear uniform like they have their own uniforms that the instructors go to so he thought he was like military and um he tried to like at the jc he was trying to like lock the doors on people and stuff like if they were five minutes late and was like just a total dweeb he wrote a scooter <laughs> he wrote a That's scooter good. with a yeah right <laughs> perfect but um we got into it one time and um over the summer when i was at the citadel i had really long hair remember that day my oh yeah i'll never forget shoulder it. my shoulder length hair and so i showed up to campus it was um summer no one there's no cadets on campus and i'm in uh shorts flip-flops and a hawaiian shirt my long hair flowing and he hits the hallway and was like excuse me and like, i'm with two other vets and they're like are you talking to us and i was like oh shit oh, that's how we talk to you guys now okay and uh he's like where's your pants and long sleeve shirt and the guy was like yo seriously it's summer like there's no one oh. here like stop stop like there's not even an admin here there's four classes on campus like stop and then he's and then i look at him i was like i know you you're the you're the scooter guy from uh trident (laughs) college and this dude's face drops and like he gets all white and sweaty and he was like oh you're that kid in my class who who you know we we kind of butted heads quite a lot and uh it was funny because then like he was he would always see me in long hair and shit and it just ate at him he couldn't say nothing to me on campus he just Feels good. Huff and puff. Yeah. But you're the scooter yeah. guy. Oh my god. So do cadets at oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh I was gonna say so yeah, so the scooter guy, so what brought that up is there was a kid in there, he was like nineteen, he had a motorcycle helmet, he rode a he he rode a what, a seven fifty or a nine hundred, like a decent street bike. And um the guy was like, Oh, you ride? And the kid was like, well, yeah, my helmet's on my desk. Like, yeah. He's like, what do you ride? And the kid was like, I ride like a 900 or a 7. It was above a 600. And he's like, oh, that's not a bike. And, the, and like, I turned around and I was like, bro, you ride a scooter. And the, and the instructor, like, drops his face and was like, it's a 1,200cc scooter. A lot bigger than the 600 or 700 this kid's riding. And I was like. It's still got a banana seat, and you you put your front feet up on it like like you're delivering milk, you know, like it's a scooter. I don't care what size motor. I don't care if you put a V8 in it. You're on a banana seat. It doesn't even have foot pegs. It's got the scooter. Like his feet were underneath the steering wheel. Like it's a scooter, and that's what brought up the scooter guy. Because then 
that's what he said something at the Citadel. I was like, aren't you the scooter guy? He was like, oh, you, like, Could you imagine yeah. Mike's motorcycle engine on a scooter? How fucking big that thing is? Oh, the V8 in his motorcycle? No. Yeah. No. Sorry to cut you off. That was my scooter story. All good. I was just curious. I, I didn't, I never Citadel. The cadets, is there any um do they have to go military afterwards or is it not like you said something about it not truly being military so i didn't know uh no not not all of them um okay they can um so it's not like going to west point or something like that it's so weird because yeah it is they you know they do they can't they do sign contracts and get jobs with the actual military before they even graduate so because some of them would come in their junior year and was like oh yeah man i'm gonna be first battalion you know whatever and um some of them would be like yeah i'm gonna go and take over my dad's you know law firm so i i don't know how the contracts work i never really got into i didn't have to worry about that thankfully but i mean they do like I it mean, was an option at, yeah and they were up at 4 a.m regardless if you're you know signing a contract you're up at 4 a.m running miles and you know, doing push-ups and then showering and going to class for, you know, all day. And then in the evening times doing drills and yeah, so it's, it was pretty, I mean, that would have been an option before going in the military. If I would have known that to be an officer, Oh yeah, go put in four years of school. And then you go, you know, become an officer. No recruiter told me that like, they were just no. like, sign here. You could be, you know, it's great. And so you, sell you a dream and then you're like oh wow i should have went to school and <laughs> become an officer off the rip yeah, yeah no i don't know me, for sure Same. oh yeah dave i'm sure the five knee replacements would have stopped was, you. Doing i was right there <laughs> right there oh yeah did your did your knee fix itself yeah all good Oh, that doesn't sound <laughs> still true. having issues with the old picker, Dave. Nah, man, I'm all good. Great. Right. He, he hurt himself just walking this time. Yeah, I was walking. I was walking down these uh, little stairs coming off of a stage, and I like clipped one of the steps, and it tweaked my knee, and I was having trouble. This is when we were in Tennessee uh, a couple weeks ago. And yeah, it was all the bad the up. the bad one? Mm-hmm. Yep. Is there anything left to tear in there? Yeah, I mean I don't wanna I don't wanna damage like the goods that are in there. The good stuff that's remaining. The titanium the titanium yeah. plate. I wish there was a titanium plate in there. It'd be sweet. Dang. That's uh, what you yeah. want to do. Ne- next one, just full titanium call it. Yeah, if, if if it comes to that, if I do have to, you know. I'm, ask I'm, chat G, ask uh, the AI chat GTP <laughs> if uh, if it's worth titanium plates after six knee, you know, surgeries. Yeah, they should be able to come up with something. Hopefully, by the time, I, I mean, I don't want another one, but if something were to happen and it came to that, I would hope that uh, they would have something lined up better than what they have now. I'm tired of using like. Bullshit. Pig ligaments. Yeah, man. Just 3D print and a knee. That'd be there. cool. I'm down with that. Just this... have the chat GDP, whatever, damn, have them be a doctor and just laser it. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, doctors are actually using it to diagnose yeah. patients. I've seen that one. That's yeah. that's good. See, that's where the advantages are. Yeah. My old man had the same knee. Re- well, my dad had a knee replacement about the same time or right before Dave had his last surgery and um they used the they used the the robot for and it was like let's I don't know what the times are but say it a normal surgery takes an hour he was like in and out in an hour walking out of the freaking place with a full knee replacement yep. wow and was back to doing crossfit like what 3 or 4 weeks later yeah the robot arms that they use is like it's so accurate. So That's they can just said. Like, it was, bam, knock that shit out. It like it they he went to three or four appointments where they mapped his knee 
with a machine to like map it out and then went in for surgery and lined him up, I guess, on the whatever the grid and it just the laser replaced his kneecap. Holy I will shit. I will it say was this wild. Though. if I do, fingers crossed I never have to have another knee surgery, but if I do, I am putting in a request to make me taller. Tired of being this short. <laughs> um, I want the extenders put in. Okay, two, oh. give me give me two inches. I'm not asking for a whole lot. Two more. Call it a I day. Wanna, you do that. I want to see what your kneecaps look like. Look like some sixty year old saggy boobies. That'd be that go go gadget <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's like a big kneecap. It's just longer. Your, right? your knee just... your kneecap would look like LeBron's <laughs> hairline. Oh, just just goes back way on all back. <laughs> the never-ending kneecap. Oh shit! Speaking of people going bald, uh, Kyle, I saw that uh, Tuchel is going to Bayern Munich. How do you feel about that, buddy? Really? Yeah. How, when did you see that? Today they fired Bayern fired their coach, and then they like instantly brought him in. Well, shit. Yep. Good for him. I miss him. Yeah, I like him. He's a pretty good coach. I yeah. can't believe they got Chelsea got rid of him. Dumb fucking idiots, that's all. <laughs> They're tripping. They're tripping. It, the problem is, is the uh, freaking American dumbass bought our team. That's here's problem. your problem right here. <laughs> oh, really? An American bought y'all? Right. You know this. We talked about it at length. <laughs> How much have you drank today? <laughs> W- <laughs> Man United, yeah. they're they're up for sale. The Americans are tossing them to the curb. I'm hoping yeah. we get some of that oil money in our pocket. The guy that owns the LA Dodgers bought Chelsea. Or oh, yeah, that's you know, right. That's right. He among Magic, a bunch of people own the LA Dodgers, but yeah. Magic Johnson. That's what I was Matt, gonna say. Yeah. Todd Todd yeah. Bowley. Uh you you know what though? They, they know at least you know they'll pay for players. Oh, they've done the that. Look at They've the done that. He's owned the team since the middle of the summer, and he's already spent like seven hundred and thirty million dollars on players, yeah, or something like that. Way more than anybody. Yeah, y'all are gonna get in bring, trouble for that shit. They'll bring in the people, that's for sure. Yeah, it's just how do you get those people to work together? That's the problem. Yep. Chat GPT yeah. has entered the room. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. Dude, an AI, an AI coach. Right. He's Holy so shit. sick, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You, you see somebody, the? Go ahead. I was gonna say, you imagine chat whatever calling plays for teams on algorithms. Could probably do it. Like knowing <laughs> probably that, could. Hey, this DB is is you know slow on his you know release, and you throw it at ten yards, and he's open all day long. That's wild. Yeah. Jesus. There's a uh, soccer coach in Europe that. He's only like, I think 30 or if that, and, uh, he basically got into coaching by playing the video game called football manager, you know, it comes out every year. And so he knows all the strategy, all the stuff and he's, and worked through that up to, and now coaching a, I think it's in the French league. If I remember correctly, I can't remember exactly, but that's cool. And like, he doesn't even that's have his coaching cool. license, so the team has to to pay like twenty five thousand uh, euros a game or something, like a fee, because he doesn't have his coaching license yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. What? Why don't you just take the? It class? looks like like the the Miami Dolphins head coach is like kind of reminds me of like the AI kind of coach. You think it's like the AI created a human? This is the guy that. It would, look like, it would look like it would look like the Miami Dolphins head coach, just a little off. Just <laughs> <laughs> he's got it mostly together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like fucking Zuckerberg or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's wild though. That that's that takes some skills though. That's ballsy on his part to like go from video yeah. gaming to to actual humans. What's yeah. the resume look like when he? Yeah, his name is Will Still, and he had at least at least a uh, twelve match unbeaten run this season. Like, what the fuck? 
he's the coach for Stade de Rimes. So yeah, I guess that's League One. I'm calling alien on this one. He's a fucking made yeah. up person. This is this guy doesn't exist. That's why they're paying that twenty five euro. They're just like just stand there and look like the look like the dude. Yep. Keep winning. Yeah. That's crazy. Good for him. That's like some of those like F one guys or race car guys that like drive a fucking video game and then get a contract to drive a NASCAR or some shit because they I've seen <laughs> clips of it where the they'll have these big tournaments and um the winner gets the like sponsorship and drive a freaking professional yeah, car. These racing <laughs> games are like so realistic now though that like you really are like essentially training to become I mean obviously you don't have all the G forces and all that shit, but like the the process and the, the tactics, the, yeah. the racing line and all that, like you're you have that. Now you just gotta figure the rest out. Yep. This coach went from football manager and then straight from that got an assistant job at a, at a like a lower level team and then managed to now coach this team that's crazy Ridiculous. man Prop, props to him will still yeah on the he's got that he gets into all the french clubs yeah he does that's crazy i'm never we're living in wild times guys we're living in some wild times yeah, like the beginning of the the wild. Uh, yeah, like, like I, you can you can. Sense this will be coming. talked about. Yeah, we're gonna be eighty, having the same phone call in in, in forty years and talking about. It ain't gonna be me. You're gonna be talking to my my uh, AI, and it's gonna know how to talk <laughs> like this. And we're gonna we're gonna sit and be like, you you Neanderthals were actually talking to each other, you idiots. <laughs> you could be doing something else. Yeah, you guys could be making money, but instead you guys are talking to each other. You could be chat GPTing right now. Turn, I'm not fucking, making a verb. <laughs> you're using Zoom? What the fuck? Let chat PTT be your Zoom. I don't even know how to say it. I don't even know how to say it. I'm going to say I sound like such a Neanderthal. It's all one word. Chat G. Chat GPT. GPT. Why couldn't they... All the smart, all the smart shit that's going on. They couldn't name it like iBot. <laughs> it had, had to be like, had to be white people friendly. They had to make it nice and simple. It, sta- it stands for something. It's like generative. I don't know. Producing. I'm just gonna. Uh, I'll ask it. I'll ask it to tell me. What, Hold on. Okay. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Pro- general programming. Something. Chat. Technology. Groin yeah. punch. Twister, I don't know. Yeah. Chat generative pre-trained transformer. Ooh, Pre- pre-trained. Okay. Ugh. that's interesting. Pre-trained. It is a language model developed by OpenAI that is pre-trained on a large corpus of text data and is designed to generate human-like text based on input prompts. You know, the other thing, you cool thing you can do with this is, um, say you're, you know, writing a I don't know, cover letter or trying to write something, you could copy and paste it in there and then tell it to rephrase it and it'll rewrite it for you. What about oh, like a love homework. letter? Oh, yeah, you dude. could do that. Asking You're... for a friend. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I've done it just to see what it would do. Trust me, I know your wife it. really well, Dave. So if she gets some, oh my God, the sweetest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> I'm going to call bullshit immediately. Yeah. It's going to be like copywritten chat GPT yeah. across. It. I'm I'm going to call I'm going to call her and be like, "No." And then have them write it in like Civil War style. They're like, "Dearest L'Oreal." Yeah. Ooh, that's a good idea. Pi- yeah. Pi- yeah. Pirate pirate talk. Yeah. That'd be sick. So my Valentine's Day is you- coming up. I'm about to fucking Chat GPT. Can't wait. Shit. That's crazy. You guys have Valentine's? The fuck? That was last month. Yeah. Not Valentine's coming up. Day? Yeah, you missed it. Dave. Dave. <laughs> you should have asked Chat GTP whatever the fuck and asked it what when Valentine's Day is. <laughs> oh, you missed your calling, bro. 
Um, just so y'all are aware, I just asked it to write a love letter as if I were a pirate. So we're I'm waiting on oh, it to write that. Dude. Ooh, nice. All right, we're, we're gonna end the show with Kyle's pirate love letter. Oh man, it's are it, you this is a hard one for because it, it's taking. I'm a already wet. <laughs> I'm right you wet here. <laughs> I, I would. I, I gotta get my. Do, do you think I'm the first coat. person to ask it this question? Maybe. No. Maybe. Oh, no, there's there's some weird people out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't this know. Is groundbreaking. <laughs> the chat GPT breaking right here. I better go get the mop and bucket because it's gonna be wet around me. <laughs> Just throw that couch out. We're we're halfway through a second paragraph right now. I'll, I'll I don't need that down. long. Holy shit. What kind of lo- it's a, it's a letter? letter, dude. Yeah. The whole letter. Oh, man. Jeez. I mean, can't wait I to hear Kyle tell read. it to make it shorter if we want it to. I like okay. the way Kyle reads. If it's we like five paragraphs, some, I'll tell to, it to make it shorter. We need to make some books and have the AI write us some books and we'll just sling them on dude, Amazon. We should, we should have them make like a story about a kid who... Uh, doesn't get killed by like this evil wizard, and then he has a scar, and he grows up, and like goes to this prestigious, crazy wizard school, and like he kills the evil wizard that tried to kill him. We should make like a story like that. That'd be badass. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What, remember we were talking about Chat GPT a couple weeks ago, and I brought up a, a university that wrote a a letter yes. to their. It was Vanderbilt. So okay. Vanderbilt Vanderbilt used Chat GPT to write a letter to their uh, alumni, students, family, friends, all that, um, addressing the mass shooting that happened in um, school up north, Michigan, somewhere. I can't remember now what school it was, but and people immediately called them out on it because they could tell how it wasn't know, quite human. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it was just the, tone the deaf. Feel, it was tone deaf. The, yeah, the feelers weren't right. All right. It's it's four paragraphs. I'll just read the whole thing. You ready? I don't know. I don't know if I'm <laughs> really excited. <laughs> I need to go get an eye patch, I feel like. Ahoy, me hearty. As oh. I pin this letter from the deck of me ship, I can't help but think of ye. The most oh. beautiful lass in all the seven seas. The ocean may be vast and treacherous, but the thought of ye gives me the strength to face any storm from the moment i laid eyes on you i knew that my life would never be the same you captured my heart with your fiery spirit and your enchanting smile every time i took every time i look at you my heart skips a beat and my mind becomes a blur of thoughts and emotions i i may not have much to offer you my dear but i promise to love and cherish you until the end of my days I'll sail the seas, climb the tallest mountains, and brave any danger to keep you safe and happy. I'll sing you songs of the sea and tell you tales of adventure, and we'll make memories that will last a lifetime. So what do you say, me love? Will you be me first mate, me partner in crime, and me forever valentine? I await your answer with bated breath. Until then, I remain your faithful pirate. That's pretty Take cool. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Take my pants and. Ooh. I'm glad I did that. Hot. That was entertaining. That's a lot. I'm burning here, up, man. dude. I have to walk this boner off. Ooh. Thanks, Kyle. I like the way you read. I felt like I got into it about halfway through. Started pronouncing yeah. things a little better. You're feeling yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Damn. All right. I don't even know if there's any much more we could say. Yeah. That was it, man. We. Ended on a good note, I'd say. Uh, <clears throat> Sack, man, thanks for coming and hanging Dang. out with us, dude. Miss you. Yeah, dude, we can't wait to... Uh, we're we're going to see Tristan... We're going to see T-Pain in a, a couple weeks. So we'll... Uh, yeah, I'm going to ship her down there. For sure. But uh, yeah, man, thanks for hanging out. Oh, for uh, sure, man. Thanks for having me. You have anybody Uh-oh. you want to give a quick shout out to? Chat GPT. Facts. Facts. <laughs> I don't know who else. I don't know. I don't know anyone else. I don't, I don't have any. I don't have any. <laughs> it's, it's the only one I know anymore. Is anything Fuck real? Yeah. yeah. 
Is that you, Wes? I don't even. Yeah. I've never <laughs> met you before. Is that really you? I don't know. It's a pretty blank background behind him too. Could be pretty easy uh, to. Yep. To make that. No shout outs. I don't. Uh, my rap game is slipping. Hey man, if you don't have one, you don't have one. It is what it is. Wes doesn't shout anybody out. Kyle doesn't like shouting anybody out. Fuck them. Amen. <laughs> if they're real. <laughs> shout out to all the real people out there. Physically yeah, man, real. Thanks for, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, guys. Any for sure, man. Definitely. Uh, we'll, we'll be in contact for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, Wes, Kyle, both looking great. You guys next week. Right here. Chat. I keep singing Hold Bye. Bye. See ya. Peace. I promise Later.